Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 18th. 2017. My name is Phil Prosperenreich. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Here with you today on opening night of the 2018 Orlando Magic season. The Orlando Magic will take on the Miami Heat tonight at the Amway Center in the most anticipated game of the summer. So, you know, we're, we're always looking forward to the first game. But it is the first day of a new season, and so we're going to take a global view today and take a look at some important stretches to this season, including a focus especially on the first part of the season, as I've said, is a very important part to the season for the Orlando Magic. So we'll take a look at the schedule, break it down just one more time before we dive into this wild, wild world that is the 2018 season. We'll also take a look today at players who have to step up for the Orlando Magic, guys that the Magic need to see play at a high level. They're the obvious guys, but... We'll talk a little bit about what to expect from the Magic's key players as the NBA season gets ready to begin. Before we get into any of that, though, I do want to remind everyone that if you have not already, you can subscribe to Locked On Magic on iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places that you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. And of course, you can subscribe to the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Our good pals David Ramil and Wes Goldberg do a great job covering the Miami Heat for Locked On Heat. They actually just got a one-on-one interview with Justice Winslow. So be sure to check that out by downloading Locked On Heat. You can find them on iTunes. You can also find other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Looking for reaction to the Boston Celtics loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers on opening night as well. As that horrific Gordon Hayward injury, I would highly suggest you download and subscribe to Locked On Celtics, one of my favorite podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. I know John and Jay do a fantastic job covering that team, so definitely give them a check. And of course, you can also check out the Locked On NFL Podcast Network as well. Lots going on as we tip off this 2018 season. But of course, the focus here is on the Orlando Magic, and the place to start is with their first opponent, the Orlando Magic taking on the Miami Heat A rematch of last year's opening night game, actually the only time the Magic lost the Heat all year last season. The Magic surprisingly matched up well with them. Uh, But this is a big game for a number of reasons. A, it's opening night, so you build some excitement. You'll have a a packed house for sure at the Amway Center. Probably a few Heat fans in there too. If you want to get fans on your side, you want to get fans believing these are the kind of games you want to win. Yeah, I, I am someone that believes every game is just as important as every other. Uh, in the long run of the season, that's absolutely true. But, but, no doubt to a casual fan, this game matters. All attention is on this game. It's against a heated rival, pun intended. It is going to be a sold-out crowd. It is the first game. It is your first impression, your first real impression 
And that's why this game matters for the Orlando Magic. It'd be nice to start off 1-0. It, it, it's been a few years, not so not as long as you think, but it's been a few years since the Magic started off 1-0 and would be nice to, to build some confidence and get out on the right foot. As for the matchup itself, it is definitely an interesting one. The Magic saw the heat a few weeks ago in the preseason, but that was without Goran Dragic, and of course it was the preseason. So it's hard to say exactly what the Magic should expect. Orlando did a really good job in that game playing defense and getting out in transition. Um, they struggled a little bit defending the three-point line in the first half, but they made some adjustments and, and shut down the heat in the second. Uh, they, gave, they, they got off to a really big lead to start off that game, too. So they caught the heat a little bit by surprise and, and played their fast-breaking style and were able to push it right at the heat. Of course, their defense benefited from not having to play Goran Dragic, who is just very good at settling the pace of a game, at being a threat from the perimeter, which which his, his backup just isn't. Uh, and just generally kind of pulling the strings well on this team. Miami, as everyone knows, is it, they. what really always impresses me with Miami is just that their culture is really set. You have no doubt who they are and how they're going to play every time they step on the floor. They're tough-minded defensive players. Uh, they don't have maybe the greatest offensive players in the, in the league or, or the greatest guys at creating their own shot or creating consistent offense, but... They're going to keep themselves in their game with their hard work and their defensive acumen. This is a tough-nosed team that will get after it time and time and time again. Whether it's Goran Dragic, whether it's Hassan Whiteside, whether it's Justice Winslow, whether it's Josh Josh, uh, Richardson, whether it's James Johnson, whether it's Tyler Johnson, whether it's whoever, whoever you name off that team. Dion Waiters. They have guys who are more than capable of stepping up to the plate and putting in a big game when it is needed. Now, that's my alert saying that the Cavs lost, which we know. Um, Or the Cavs won, actually, so that's my alert saying the Celtics lost. Um, But we know that this Miami Heat team just comes at you in waves. And and, and, and they just find a way. They just grit and and beat you up. And and frankly, uh, Eric Spolster is probably one of the best coaches in the league. But... Kind of just like the preseason. Well, certainly the Magic will put in some wrinkles to handle Miami because wins matter now. I think like with the preseason, this game is still about the Magic. It's still about what the Magic do, what the Magic are trying to do, and it's about getting their identity set and running through their stuff. Essentially, the Heat don't know what is coming for the Magic either. And so, it's definitely a a big moment for this Magic team to figure all of that out. Like I said, we don't know who this team is 100% quite yet. We don't know whether what they're doing will actually work. It looked really good in the preseason for long stretches, but there were definitely still some holes. This team still probably isn't the strongest in the half court, so if the Heat are able to slow the game down, which the Heat are capable of doing, that could spell trouble for the Magic. How do the Magic react when they have to slow the game down? How will the Magic play defense? That was a, that was a str- I mean, well, statistically, they look good defensively. There were definitely a lot of moments where the Magic struggled defensively, including against the Miami Heat. And in that preseason game, I give the Magic a lot of credit for facing some adversity and beating it. They 
they played they played well enough to, to earn that win and score a victory. So I don't know what to expect from this first game. I really don't. I, I think that the Magic are, are are as legitimate as they can be. I think that they will probably surprise some teams early on. But again, you just don't know how things stack up until you finally get out on the court. That's the beauty of being 0-0. And so, what I'm watching for in this game is how much do the Magic dictate tempo? How much do the Magic play their style rather than letting Miami dictate how this game is played? That's going to be a huge question throughout this game throughout this throughout this early part of the season. And so that's what I am looking forward to seeing on Wednesday night. I don't know what to expect. It sounds like Terrence Ross is still questionable, at least. Uh, I, I, I wasn't able to get to practice uh, on Tuesday. Um, it looks like he's going to play. He practiced on Tuesday. Uh, so the Magic will be at full, or about as at full strength as they can be. And we're going to get a good look at this team. They seem excited. They seem eager. They seem ready for the season. In a way that I don't think we could even say last year. So let's get it going. I'm excited to see what this team does. And you can be excited to see what this team does by getting your butt inside the Amway Center on Wednesday night. We need to see a sellout. I don't want to see a single Heat fan. I know we will. But I don't want to see a single Heat fan if we can help it. Get your butts to the Amway Center for Wednesday's game opening night. And if you can't find tickets, I can tell you how. And that's with our pals from SeatGeek. Buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. So if you're looking to go to the Magic game on Wednesday, SeatGeek is your best bet to get in the building. And that's because SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever, and it truly is easier than ever. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed. So you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. And best of all, my listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LONBA, that's L-O-N-B-A, for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Like I said, on this on this first day of the NBA regular season for the Orlando Magic, I want to take a global view to the season and talk a little bit about the schedule. We don't want to race too far ahead. Uh, 
but there is definitely uh, some some. I mean, I, I think you know you've seen a little bit of the previews that I did. Um, you know, Monday's episode of Locked On Magic, I did a big preview episode talking about the NBA season, and yeah, I think that the Magic can kind of hang around at the edge of that playoff conversation. I have them. At, I, I put my official prediction is 35 wins, 10th place in the Eastern Conference. You can go back and listen to my reasoning um, on the podcast uh, on Mon- from Monday. Uh, but th- uh, I think that the Magic will hang around the playoff picture. I think that they'll be in the conversation. But it's going to be a long road to get there. And there are definitely stretches in this schedule where the Magic will have to perform very, very well that are going to be difficult to perform very, very well to make the step forward that they need to, to out, or outplay their expectations. I've been very big this summer, especially as the schedule came out and I got to look at this team and, and what they're trying to do. I've been very, very big on the Magic getting out to a hot start. Now, I depend. maybe it depends how you define hot start. I'm not expecting the team to go 10-2 and two or anything like that. But if I'm not mistaken, 14 of their first 20 games are against teams that made the playoffs last year. Um, a majority of their games, just, I think the, the first half of the season, the Magic actually played the most road games of any team in the league. And so this team, this team has its work cut out for it. This is a group that will need to, to really play well to get out to the kind of start that they need. And like I and, and I as I've said before, I think that start is really, really important because of just getting that buy-in early. The team needs to believe in what they're doing early on in the season. They need to see it work. They need proof. You know, that you always say process over results. I believe in that. I think if you do the right things, eventually the results will come. But the Magic need to see the proof in the pudding. They need to see the results to reinforce the process too because they haven't had anything to believe in. They've, a lot of these guys have never won at the NBA level at a significant in a significant way. And so I think that the Magic need to see they need to see success early on. And that's going to be very, very tough with this schedule. You look at two stretches early on in the schedule that are going to be particularly tough. And that's over Thanksgiving, uh, middle of November, the Magic take their first West Coast trip. They go to Golden State among uh, among that trip. But it's not just that mid-November West Coast trip. And that West Coast trip is, I'm pulling up the schedule right now real fast, so excuse me for trying to figure this out. That first West Coast trip starts November 10th and ends November 15th at Phoenix, at Denver, at Golden State, at Portland. Feels manageable, but West Coast trips are always tricky. After just two games at home and roughly five days, the Magic take another long road trip. November 22nd through November 27th, the Thanksgiving road trip. At Minnesota, at Boston, at Philadelphia, at Indiana. Not an easy road trip by any stretch. Indiana is the only team in that bunch projected not to make the playoffs. And and then you come home to Oklahoma City 
Golden State. Have fun with that. In essence, by the end of November, the Magic will have taken two major road trips. Played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight home games. I think that's eight home games in their first 15 or eight, eight home games in the first 18 games or something like that. The Magic will have to get that growth and get that development on the road for the most part. They will have to grow and develop together on the road. And that's really, really tough. Honestly, if the Magic come out of November a few games under five hundred. That, to me, would probably be a very positive start for this team. The one thing they can't do is get themselves out of the race early on. And the way this schedule plays out, they very well could. So again, that's why I'm, I'm emphasizing a fast start. I don't think, if the Magic fall behind, I don't think they'll recover. And so this stretch to the, game, this stretch to the season is absolutely critical. That first Eastern road trip at the end of November. That first... West Coast trip in mid-November. Absolutely critical moments for the Orlando Magic. The other road trip comes in late March. Um, I think the schedule lightens up significantly by the time we get to March. Um, But the team will have to take advantage of this stretch too. The Magic go on the road. And I'm sure I mentioned this during the the schedule talk when the schedule came out. The Magic take their longest road trip of the season March 5th through March 13th. At Utah, at the Lakers, at the Kings, at the Clippers, at the Spurs. Feels relatively manageable. Then they come home for their longest homestand of the season. Versus Milwaukee, versus Boston, versus Toronto, versus Philadelphia, versus Phoenix, versus Brooklyn, versus Chicago. Again, feels very manageable sitting here today. It's obviously way off in the future. But this too will be a big stretch. This will be an opportunity for them to catch some games up, perhaps. It's not easy, especially at the beginning. Milwaukee comes on a back-to-back after that road trip ends in San Antonio. Then they play Boston a day later. They get that weekend to kind of catch their breath. But it's obviously very, very important that the Magic play well in this stretch. There's no getting around it. The Magic have a long road ahead of them this season. And like I said, I really think the way they start will matter. The start to the season, the schedule is not forgiving. It is going to really push them. And I think we will know very early on in this season whether this Magic team can really compete for the playoffs. They're going to have to come together quickly. They're going to have to figure some things out. And if they do, then we might be in for a special season. Of course, it starts Wednesday against Miami, which is not an easy game in itself. Miami was just outside the playoffs last year. Obviously had that crazy finish to the season. And are expected to make the playoffs once again this season. Then the, then the road still remains pretty difficult. At Brooklyn will be an interesting game on Friday. I think that's a really, really intriguing game. At Cleveland... Brooklyn again, San Antonio at home, Charlotte, New Orleans, Memphis. 
Definitely, definitely, definitely. The Magic have an opportunity to get that fast start. They play some seemingly manageable games. But like I said, we're going to learn a lot more about this team. You don't want to overblow one game and, and, and make conclusions off of one game. But I think we're going to learn a lot about this team in the first first couple weeks of the season. And so, I, like I said, I think a fast start is imperative for this team to find success. And I think that fast start is even more imperative when you look at the players that the Magic need to be successful this season to win. As we've said all summer leading up to this day, the Magic are relying on internal improvement to take a step forward this year. They were relying on their team being better from the inside, on their guys getting better if they're going to win. And that in itself is risky, of course. I mean, they got a lot of young guys who should get better. But they got a lot of guys who had really bad years last year. And it's easy to say it's the fit. It was easy to say that it was the, you know, the the roster construction. But we don't know. Some of it's certainly guys playing the wrong roles and and such. Uh, So maybe there isn't a way to succeed. But the Magic are trying to learn that this year. And so that's definitely a big part of what we'll be watching this season. So, of course, who has the most to prove this year? The first place to start is obviously Aaron Gordon. I think Aaron Gordon is undoubtedly the player with the most to prove this year. Didn't sign an extension this summer. Is going to be a free agent next summer. Still seems like he has the world completely in front of him. It still seems like he is capable of almost anything and becoming almost anything. But he hasn't done it yet. There's no proof of con- there's no proof of con- I mean there's proof of concept, but there's no sure thing that he can be that. Obviously being a former fourth overall pick, that comes with its own pressures and and certainly he is under contract pressure to go out and prove what he is worth this year. And the Magic, it seems like, are going to give him every opportunity. Every opportunity to go out and be the best version of Aaron Gordon he can be. We saw in the Summer League his offensive game seemingly take a leap. His jump shot looked significantly better. His attacking off the dribble, while still probably not what you want from him all the time, was certainly a lot better. He looked a lot more free in in the, in the uh, fast-breaking offense. Aaron Gordon looked like a re- looked like a really good basketball player, and it seems and it seems like everyone within the Magic are really excited about what he can do. And you know, if I were to sit here and guess who the leading scorer for the Magic is going to be this year, my guess would be Aaron Gordon. I'm I'm that high on him this this year because I I really like his game and and I like what he can do when when he plays kind of within himself. Uh, and, and certainly now that he's healthy, uh, I think that we'll see Aaron take a pretty significant leap forward. But 
there's obviously still a lot more to do for him. And who knows what is going to be consistent with him. And so Gordon definitely has a lot to prove this year. So too does his draft mate, Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton is in the same boat as Aaron. He has to prove what he is worth to get his extension. He has, he has to make his bank. He has to make his money. And if he does, then the team's going to be a lot better for it. Because this team will rise and fall with Alfred Payton. This team is going to be a success or a failure because of what Alfred Payton does on the floor. To me, that is how important he is to this team. He just has such control over the pace of the game. He he just is he is more than any player on the team able to push the pace and get the team into their sets at at the rate that they need to get them at. And so I think that Peyton is the guy to watch for this Magic team. I think he is really going to be the driver. There's no player more important to what this Magic team does. And if he struggles again, and if he falls out of the starting lineup again, this will not be a successful season. I don't care if Aaron Gordon averages 25 a night. The Magic will not have a successful season if Alfred Payton is not good. Or not what the Magic need from him. And so he is a very big player for the Magic this year. Additionally, I think Nikola Vucevic is another guy that has a lot to prove. And of course, I'm just kind of going through all the main players because everyone has a lot to prove this year. But Nikola Vucevic essentially had his worst season since his first year in Orlando last year. His scoring went way down. He recognized it. He thought he hung around the perimeter too much. He wants to get back into the post more while adding that three-point shot. At the same time, though, he probably had his best defensive season of his career. He may not have been a plus defender, but he was at least league average. And so, while he's not going to change the game with his defense, if he can have a second strong defensive season, that changes his value. And that changes how the Magic can use him and and what the Magic look for in the market. How the Magic grow. As Jeff Weltman said, this is a season to evaluate the roster. And so that gives a lot of players a lot to prove. Most of all, these long-standing Magic players, like Aaron Gordon, Alfred Payton, and Nikola Vucevic. Those guys have had had such up-and-down years last year that they need to regain their consistency, or, or in Payton and Gordon's case, gain it for the first time. They need to establish themselves in a way that they didn't last year. And if they can do that, the Magic could surprise a lot of people. At this point, I think the Magic know what they're going to get from Terrence Ross and know what they're going to get from Evan Fournier. And roughly know what they're going to get from Nikola Vucevic. So, the wild cards then are Aaron Gordon and Alfred Payton. And at this point, they're not sure who they are or what they're going to give. But if they can get a lot from them, then this could suddenly become a very fun and interesting season.
And I think the Magic finally have the stability to let these two kids grow the way that they were always meant to. Of course, we'll find out a lot more Wednesday night. I will be down at the Amway Center on Wednesday night. I'll have a complete recap of Wednesday's game on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic, so be sure to tune into that. You can get it automatically downloaded into your podcast-enabled listening device on iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic as well as like us on Facebook at Locked on Magic. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. And of course, follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. We finally made it to opening night. It's here. Woo! I will see you all on the other side after Wednesday night's game. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossmanreich. I will see you all tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.